What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 426 here on Wednesday, January 4th, the first episode of Triggered of 2023. And it's been an interesting start to the new year the last two days as uh, the House of Representatives is currently in gridlock choosing a new speaker, yeah. um, which it, we anticipated, yeah. obviously. But it has now made it to... What will be next, the seventh ballot. Yeah. Um, they come back at 8 o'clock? Well, yeah. So yesterday, uh, McCarthy failed to win the speakership on the first round of votes. Yeah. Not surprising. surprising. What was surprising was the number that voted against him. I thought it would be in the high single digits. It was actually 19 yeah. Republicans voting against him. Um, he's screwed. I mean, he was screwed if he lost five. But now he's like yeah. screwed times four. Well, <laughs> so then... He failed a second time. The vote total stayed the same. Then he lost a third ballot, actually lost an additional member. Then the fourth, fifth, and sixth ballot, all by the same exact total, he lost. Yeah. Uh, Byron Donalds is now the anti-McCarthy candidate. First it was Jim Jordan, and then Jim Jordan said, no, 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 I don't want this. Yeah. Um, so like Matt said, now Congress is adjourned till 8 p.m. tonight. Probably the episode will be coming out a little bit before that time, yeah. so we'll see what happens next. I don't think anything's going to change. Uh, well, you know, I hear two different lines of thinking. Yeah. There's the line of thinking that McCarthy's just going to keep going and going Ugh. and going and going. Ugh. Or he will realize that he's never going to get the number he needs um, and that he will try to find an alternative, which the rumor is Scalise... Steve Scalise, and I mean, that would be great. I wish that would happen, but I don't know that it is going to happen. So what's most interesting to me, and I loved this out of Matt Gaetz last night, where he sent a letter to the architect of the U.S. Capitol asking why Kevin McCarthy occupied the Speaker's office. Yeah, he's in there. He's working in there as we speak. Yeah. He he moved in. Yeah. Yeah. He moved in. Yeah. You know, and someone said, how long will he remain there before he's considered a squatter? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I think that that's unseemly that he did that. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah. A little, little bit uh, too much assumption there, Kevin. Um, I mean, what do you think is going to happen in the next few days? Do you think this is just going to keep going? I, I think this anti-McCarthy block is going to remain firm. Mm-hmm. I think that it, it, he, it, this is totally his doing. Years of not following through, years of not honoring promises. They don't trust him. They also don't like him. Yeah. So there's like a there's like a you know two you know one two punch here, and they're not going to move. You know Mick Mulvaney. There's a lot of random people up on the hill for this vote, by the way. Mick, Mick Mulvaney's up there. Uh, Trump's ex chief of staff, and you know he he talked to them because you know Mulvaney, you know, was um anti Boehner person. Yeah, you know yeah. when he was a member of um from South Carolina, mm-hmm. you know he was like you know I talked to them, and he's like my my, my position is if not Kevin then who, mm-hmm. and it's true like Jim Jordan doesn't have the votes to 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 be speaker. Neither does Byron Donalds. Neither does anybody, but you know basically he's like it, it just comes down to personal animus. They have no plan, and they just want to create chaos right now. And he's like, that's not a me- that that's a very messy way to hold a speakership vote. He's like, I had legitimate concerns. You know, Boehner yeah. was going to marginalize conservative voices among the caucus, but I didn't. He's he's like, I had no personal issues with him. Um, but uh, well, what I will I, say is because I that mean, argument it's... that argument has been uh, jumping around quite a bit. 
that well they have no plan they have no candidate uh you know this is they're just doing this out of personal animosity yeah. and i'm like okay they have the right to do so right for sure they, they, oh yeah i they, wasn't saying that yeah, no no, no yeah, i know you're yeah. not i'm just you know yeah. like going against these people's argument is that you know they're saying well this is just chaos and we have to get congress to work and you know it, it, you know this is just ridiculous and this and that and i'm like well no like if if McCarthy doesn't have the votes, he doesn't have the votes. Yeah. They can choose to vote against him. Yeah. They don't have to have an alternative. Yeah. They and, don't they can yeah. they can run whoever they want. They keep nominating yeah. whoever they want. And then just as you know how like, you know, Mick Mulvaney said these guys had no plan. Well obviously McCarthy didn't have any plan. Because he knew he was short coming into this thing. Mm-hmm. And his you know, safety valve was the fact that he also knew that the Democrats didn't have enough to get Hakeem Jeffries over the hill. Well, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's this it's this okay well we'll just go into this thing and see what happens I'm gonna roll the dice I'm probably not gonna win the first ballot but maybe by the fourth ballot there'll be a come to Jesus moment and I, and, I'll, and I'll get two eighteen well yeah. that obviously hasn't happened that was a it's, gross miscalculation kind of like how he's always kind of miscalculated a lot of the whip ca- uh, vote counts for past pieces of legislation well he so, he he had months since the election yeah. to sew up his count well he was expecting a red wave. Well, yeah, he was expecting other, like a two thirty, yeah. two forty, you know, GOP majority in which this this would not have been as well a circus. But that's the other but, part of this is, yeah, he was expecting that, and he didn't fulfill what he was expecting. Yeah, it's true. So perhaps this is the accountability of his actions, yeah. and his inaction on getting us the large red wave that we were supposed to, yeah. Because then this wouldn't be a problem, you know. I I, I don't understand how, you know, they're saying. They don't have, you know, the McCarthy people are saying, well, the anti-McCarthy wing is never going to get to 218. Well, at this point, they're not going to get to 218. Yeah. Right? And they can't, there, there was another, you know, there is another measure they can do, which is to reduce the benchmark to a plurality. But Hakeem Jeffries has gotten more votes yeah, no, no, than no, McCarthy the past, like, three or four ballots, so they can't fucking do that. No, you can't do that. It also sets a bad precedent going forward. Oh, I agree. But yeah. I'm just, like, you know, his side is, is looking at everything. Apparently, they're they're trying to get eleven people to vote present. Remember mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. we, which listen has happened. John Boehner and Nancy Pelosi have all been elected speaker by by getting fewer than two hundred eighteen votes. But this is, I I feel like if if <laughs> Kevin McCarthy needs to offer like hard hard like cold bribes to get the votes. Well, now. but he's already tried. <laughs> he's already tried that, and then their argument is like, well. <clears throat> McCarthy gave all the concessions that they wanted and they still won't give the vote. And I'm like, yeah. they never said that they were going to vote for him if he gave the concessions. All the concessions that he gave in the rules are stuff that should be done in a GOP Congress anyway. That's that's right? true. That's also true. All yeah. the arguments that they're making are totally full of shit. Yeah. They're saying, oh, well, this is a national security threat to not have a Speaker of the House. No, it's not. Yeah. They say, oh, well, if Congress isn't getting intelligence briefings, it's bad for national security. How? Yeah. How is that bad for national security? Yeah. The intelligence community can't be trusted to begin with. Yeah. Okay? Also, I highly doubt that everything grinds to a halt when one – whatever. No. It's and not to so mention – not to mention the president sets the posture for, you know, Department of Defense, intelligence yeah. community, DHS. Yeah. So this has nothing yeah. to do with – As long as our commander-in-chief is getting briefed, I'm, I'm okay with having this go on. And then – you have, you know, rhetoric out of uh, discount John McCain, a.k.a. Dan Crenshaw. A oh, one-eyed McCain? Um, who is saying that oh, those— they're terrorists. They're, they're, they're terrorists. They're terrorists. Like, what? Yeah, I know. 
how do you think this is going to help your case to make that argument? Um, and then they say, well, we need to get the business of the House underway and, and the business of the GOP majority. What business is that? Yeah. Okay, because Trader Mitch signed away our spending authority. Yep. So we have no say over the spending for the next nine months, right? Uh, how is the how is the GOP majority going to secure the border? They can't. No. Right? Their only thing that they can do is run these investigations, and you and I both know there's different sets of rules for Democrats, mm-hmm. and any investigation, regardless of whether they drag anyone up to the hill or anything serious is unearthed or any crimes are exposed, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what exactly is the argument that we can't be doing this and this is total chaos and ridiculous? I say fuck it. That I actually prefer that Congress does nothing at this point because they won't be damaging the country anymore. And as a matter of fact, the, the well, I did wish for a partisan gridlock. Uh, the selling point yeah. is partisan yeah. gridlock. I, I wish for that for sent, Christmas. We sent the GOP base there to stop them from doing yeah. anything, and this yeah. will stop them from doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Because as we've seen, the Republicans up on the Hill are establishment fucking cucks and can't be trusted to uphold yeah. the will of the voters. Regardless, uh, the, these are the people who, instead of a one point seven omnibus, they would they would they would have had a one point three trillion omnibus and say, yeah. "Oh look, we 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 we've saved money." <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm you know, like I said, the only thing I want to avoid is a Democrat becoming speaker. And at this point, there is not a risk for that. So there's nothing to say that we shouldn't keep this party going. And they're going to keep it going tonight. Uh, and I think that's what Chip Roy and the rest of them think as well. So and I, Yeah, you know, and, and there was a tweet that came out earlier. Ballot one, McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Two, McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Three, McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Four, McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Five, McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Six, McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Ballot seven, not rocket science. McCarthy is not going to have the votes. No. So, them saying that we're he, that no one on the anti-McCarthy side is going to get to 218, well, neither are they. Yeah. So, how about... We and, find and, somebody new. Yeah, and, and Warren Boebert said earlier today, you know, and then there's all this talk about Trump, right? Yeah. Let's Let's play the Warren Boebert clip, and then I want to talk about that a little bit. Even having my favorite president call us, and tell us we need to knock this off. I think it actually needs to be reversed. The president needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes, and it's time to withdraw. With that, I yield. Thank you. And she's right. Trump should call McCarthy and say, Kevin, it's just not going to work, Kevin. We we tried. It's just not going to work. you got to find someone who you can trust is going to just take over. And that would be Scalise. But... The Trump thing here, he only wants McCarthy in that position because he knows he can control him. Yeah. It's the same thing with Ronda McDaniel. Yeah. Because he knows that he can control her. He's obviously only doing what's good for Trump. He's not trying to do what's good for, you know, everyone in general, okay? Yeah. Um, and not to mention the fact that Trump couldn't get these these yeah. really hardline right-wingers yeah. The well, MAGA crowd yeah. over to yeah. vote for McCarthy and shows that he's losing control. Yeah. And Jonathan Allen also noted that he wasn't really technically pressuring that side to, to flip for, for McCarthy either. No, that's because so. he knows he knows he needs to be able to switch on a whim. Yeah. So, and that's what he's going to do, I think. But 
the whole thing is ridiculous, and, you know, the establishment crowd in D.C. and the establishment media in D.C. and New York making a huge fucking deal out of this, like, the country's in chaos because we don't have a speaker, and, you know, it's just, like, it's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy talk. Like, back in the day, this shit went to, like, a hundred ballots on a couple of them. <laughs> so, you know, like, it's, this isn't, like... This is totally unprecedented. No, it's not. Yeah. It just hasn't happened in a hundred years. And perhaps it's a good thing. Perhaps the people can see uh, what's going on here. Um, and, and Chip Roy had a great quote about this yesterday. Isn't it interesting to see the chamber full and debate being had and, and votes being taken? Because we haven't seen that. We haven't seen that in years. I think Chip Roy would be great. He would never get the the adequate number of votes either, yeah, I don't think. He's too hardcore. Um, that's the problem. He'd be great, but he's too hardcore. That's why I think Scalise is as far right as you're going to get. But, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen tonight at 8 o'clock. McCarthy's scrambling. Um, but there's certainly... You know, McCarthy's plan all along was that maybe I won't win on the first, maybe I won't win on the second. It was a war of attrition, and it's not working. Well, his, yeah, his thing was that the opposition was going to get tired. Yeah. And that he'd be able to shave off enough yeah. to him yeah. to secure it. It's In fact, the opposite's happened. He's ha- I think his side is starting to, to, to waver. Ken, did, did Ken Buck vote for him? Or uh, He did. Oh. But he said, you know, there comes a time when you have to look and see, is this yeah. going to work out? Yeah. That's why I thought the first adjournment for McCarthy was good, because it was starting to get wobbly. I don't know what he's going to get with the second one. I I, I think it actually it makes no strategic sense for him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest with you. I mean, if that was his strategy and he thinks that's that's what's going to work, you keep him there. If you have to vote until 4 in the morning mm-hmm. or later, you keep having ballots. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, whatever. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. My this this least, is kind of – a lot of the shit they do doesn't make sense anyway. So My least favorite thing about this whole thing <laughs> is that – Every single time they take the vote, they have to go through regardless. Yeah. Even though once – literally once they get to five Republicans voting against McCarthy, it's, it's mathematically assured, right? Yeah, yeah. So once we get to cloud, which is basically where it's been each time, the C's, right? CL, cloud. Once he votes against McCarthy, that's five. That triggers an automatic – unless, you know, half of the, the remaining people vote present, which is yeah. possible – but unlikely at this point because nobody's moving on any of this. None. Um, so it's going to be, you know, an interesting next few days. It could end tonight. It could end tomorrow. Or it could we never end. It could um, never end. You know, and of course, uh, obviously we're doing this episode on Wednesday. We will be back tomorrow for another episode of Trigger, hopefully with a resolution. I um, hope not. I want to watch the world burn. Well, you know, that's how I feel yeah, too. Right? But um, I also feel... Like the longer it goes on, the it it could be not great for us. Well, tr- I mean, and I did mention that there's a delicate yeah, balance. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did mention that that you know th- this is the reason why I don't believe that abortion hurt the GOP in the midterms. I did think that some of the more hardcore members kind of put a a shadow over the whole party. That you know, while people didn't like Joe Biden and his policies. They weren't going to roll the dice and, you know, have a Republican majority that's susceptible to mayhem. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing that right now. Yeah. So we're kind of feeding that. Uh, 100%. Uh, uh, yeah, reaffirming those yeah. kind of suspicions. 
But, you know, again, this is kind of our fault too. Like, we keep re-electing these people to their leadership positions when they've been doing trash jobs. Well, well that's you a know, part of the problem. I mean, that's a part of the we problem. keep rewarding these fucking people. That's a part of the problem is that, and it goes back to the whole thing I was saying with the establishment here and the establishment yeah. media, is they don't understand that there is anger among the base and the real Republicans in this party who see what's going on here, right? Yeah. And see them not listening to the will of the voters, right? Yeah. Because the will of the voters was not to pass that one point or almost $2 trillion yeah. omnibus. Yeah. The will of the voters, if that was being listened to, would have been Mitch McConnell to say, you know what? They put a Republican House in. So we're going to CR this and we're going to send it back to normal order. And then the, the Republicans, when we come into Congress in January, can start the normal yeah. appropriations nope. process. Instead, it was – this is a great bill. It showed that we can get Republican initiatives done with Democrats and a Democratic president. And uh, you know, uh, funding Ukraine is a number one Republican base issue. Oh, yeah. Uh, priority. Well, don't, you know what I'm trying to say? But I'm just saying, like, that, like, like, like how you're saying how like, they don't listen to the big... My like, blood pressure like, on that seriously, is Seriously, like, the roof. that right there just showcased... That... That's... Those remarks just perfectly captured just the disconnect there. I would love to it, know... It really did. Well, he thinks that that's the number one priority, right? Yeah, right, right, I know. But I would love to know what other Republican initiatives he's talking about that we got accomplished in that. I did. Well... The only thing that they could even make the case marginally... Needle in a haystack. ...was the uh, military vaccination mandate. Yeah, but, which, that's, but that's also a given in the which, NDAA, for fuck's sake. Which... Now yeah. we're being proven right on yeah. because the Department of Defense said, no, no, no. Well, this doesn't apply to uh, reservists and National Guard. Oh, They're already finding carve-outs because they want to keep this shit in place. So anything that we say we want on, we didn't because there's no money for border security in no. there. There's no money for no. anything that's going to be done. You know? Yeah. So they, and they go out there and they, and they tout that, right? And, and then they wonder why the base is pissed at them and why – you know, not all of these people that are standing up to McCarthy are doing it for the right intentions, but some of them are. Yeah. Um, some of them are very good, strong, conservative patriots, and they realize that, you know, this is a fight that needs to be had. You can't just sit down and take it, right? Mitch McConnell took Chuck Schumer's, you know what, right up his ass. I mean, he literally did. Uh, him and Shelby conspired, who isn't even a senator anymore. No, he's leaving. No, like, he's gone. Like we talked gone. about, the people who are leaving, doing all this damage. He's gone. He's done. And they all conspired to do this shit. And it's like, when will there ever be a party who actually know. And you know, and, and you know why they did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you hit it on the head. It's because with this new Republican House majority, they were never going to give 60%, 70% of what they wanted in this monstrosity well they the, were if you you know that's absolutely the right thing cr back to regular yeah. order yeah we, we they would never have had all their little goody items in there oh yeah so the pork we, wouldn't we, have been we, in we there. had to get this done sign away the rights to the spending you yep. know spending the rights pork would have been in there and also the ukraine money yeah and also you know yep. and, and they wonder you know oh well why 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 are these people so mad why is there so much yep. you know, anger well and there you, you go Tell you, Ukraine better use that money wisely because once we come back around in November or uh, in September for the new fiscal year budgeting, I want an the, audit. It's not going to be well. That's never going to happen because there was no oversight of the money. You know that. Oh, right? I, I, I yeah. know. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I'm in principle. No, <laughs> where the what fuck I'm saying, did it go? Yeah. What I'm saying is going to yeah. happen yeah. is it's going to get cut off. 
Well, not necessarily in full, but significant yeah, portion. Yeah, yeah. And because there's no end game to this. Yeah. Are we just gonna fight a proxy war? With, I mean, we've spent more on that war yeah. than Russia spends in a whole year on their military. That's, that's true. And if you know, if we want to continue this, the the other European nations have to catch up, and then we can you know start getting back to. And everyone this. likes to say that Ukraine is winning, but there's no definitive proof of that. Yes, they did not get completely rolled over in the first week as anticipated, but they're still being bombed every night in their capital. Uh, they still have lost significant land so far, Yeah. right, that they're not really, I don't think, ever going to be able to take back. Uh, we still risk major nuclear disaster at their, at their power plants that they can't keep running. You know, we keep giving them all of these weapons, all of this money, and they're just not, they're not winning, right? Yeah. If, if their definition of winning is stopping Russia from taking all of the land, sure, they have not taken the whole country, but they haven't repelled the entire invasion. No. Right? Like, Russia still controls land that used yeah. to be Ukraine. Yeah. Now, you could say that land also used to be Russia, yeah. which is my opinion, <laughs> but that's for another day. Yeah. Um... <laughs> What else we got here? A couple quick hits. Uh, shout out to our friend BB over in Israel. He finally returned as yeah. the full prime minister. The most right-wing government, I believe, in Israel's history. Yes. I believe. Yeah, yeah, I, sure. I, I think that's... Very great news. Yeah. One interesting thing that I will note to you that I've been paying attention to over there in the formation of his new government. Yeah. Uh, in the formation of his cabinet specifically, and specifically having to do with the military and defense... He's assembling a wartime cabinet. Oh, good. Uh, I'm pretty sure that he's about to go at it with Iran, and I think he's willing to do it with or without the U.S.'s help, so that's going to be a very interesting war to see over there. He basically gave a speech, I think it was yesterday or today, might have been his, like, you know, inaugural or whatever you call it over there, and he said, we will not tolerate Iran having a nuclear weapon, and we will do whatever it takes to stop them. Yeah. So, to me, that means that there's going to be, you know, a big one. Um... Over the Christmas weekend, China launched its largest military drill ever to simulate an invasion of Taiwan, which is going to be very interesting. We're coming up on that time of year where they is when they need to do it. Because um, remember that, yeah. that uh, what's it called? I think it's the Strait of Taiwan, right? Yeah. Is that the body yeah, of water yeah, between Strait, the two? Yep. Uh, it's very iffy, like 10 out of the 12 months of the year. But the one time it is crossable, I believe, is the beginning of April. So... We're going to have to keep an eye on that. Oh, jeez. Um, what else do we got? Oh, uh, Ron DeSantis is... Uh, New, sworn in. Sworn in for his second term as the governor of the great free state of Florida. Um, he had a couple of great moments in that speech. Let's take a listen. When the world lost its mind, when common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue, Florida was a refuge of sanity a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. In captaining the ship of state, we choose to navigate the boisterous sea of liberty rather than cower in the calm docks of despotism. We reject this woke ideology. We seek normalcy, not philosophical lunacy. We will not allow reality, facts, and truth to become optional. We will never surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. 
He's, yeah. he's on point. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of talk of 2024, so we're going to have to see what happens with that. But it sounds to me, at least what I've heard from a few people, is that his timeline is not till the fall. Oh, okay. He said that uh, if he does run, it's not going to be until starting in the fall. And I think that's actually pretty smart. Yeah, he ha- well, he has stuff to do right now. I mean, Well, and the longer that he waits, he could get all that shit done, like you said. But also, Trump's just kind of hanging out there on his own. Yeah, he's not really doing right? much, yeah. And you're going to have all these no-namers jumping in. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, you know. I, <laughs> I like I, I like some of them, right? I know, but they're like, not going to I like Mom, Mike Pompeo, yeah. but he's not going to win. Yeah. He's going to get one, maybe two percent, right? Yeah. Same thing with Nikki Haley. Not the hugest fan of Nikki Haley. I think she could be a good VP candidate to maybe uh, kind of re- do some outreach to the suburban squish women who you know, for some reason, are just out of control these days. Um, <laughs> that's a topic for another day. But, uh, you know, beyond that, Liz Cheney, you know, those types, uh, they're all going to get in soon. They have to if they want any shot of it. Uh, sounds like Ted Cruz may run for president again. No one's going to want him oh, either. Um, you know, take so... A, uh, take a hint. I mean, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Kevin McCarthy. Ted Cruz. So I think take a hint. Strategically, it's going to be a very good decision out of DeSantis to wait until the fall, I think. Because everybody in there is just going to be a big old, you know, circular firing squad. And then he's going to swoop in as the GOP governor with a massive approval rating. And, you know. Um, Trump's taxes came out to total falling flat on their oh faces. Oh, my God. What a, what a I mean, nothing burger. There was nothing, nothing in those taxes. Nothing in the taxes at all. The one there, thing that, that that liberals had, like, lusted after for years. Mm-hmm. Years! Yep. And there was nothing in there. They said, oh, my God, Trump did everything he could to minimize his tax burden. I'm like, that's legal. Everyone does that. Literally, that's what everybody does. Everyone does, does that. And if I do it, everything I can for that. So yeah, I'm not paying any taxes this year. It's better, called it's called the Paul Manafort plan. You better watch out because the IRS will be coming after you. <laughs> it's called the Paul Manafort plan. I, I pay no taxes. The IRS, <laughs> the IRS did finally cave and delay their $600 Venmo uh, yeah, and PayPal yeah, transaction yeah, bullshit. Good. Um, what else do we got here? Um, I think that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What else? Oh, shout out to uh, Pope Benedict. Rest in peace. Um, the Bills, DeMar Hamlin, the whole injury thing. You wrote about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's still nice to you, but he's going to, looks like he's going to be okay. Looks like he's going to survive. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of fallout in the sports world from that. We're going to talk about that more tomorrow because I've yeah. got some hot takes for that one. Um, all right, yeah. We'll get this over to Mr. Producer. I'm sure he's waiting. And uh, we will, of course, have full coverage of all the speaker votes tonight going on. We'll have you on townhall.com for that. And uh, we're going to have a more full episode tomorrow, maybe with some results, maybe not. Who knows? Um, But, of course, if you want to support us here on Triggered, townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA to get 40% off. You'll be funding us directly, and you'll get access to a ton of VIP members-only content. So, townhallvip.com, use the promo code SAVEAMERICA. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members. Thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, We wish you a very happy new year. Today is the statute of limitations on the happy new year. After this, it's a little bit late for that. 
<laughs> That's a Larry David scare. Yeah, you ever yeah, seen yeah, it? That's true. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> or as Nancy Pelosi said, Happy Schwanza. Schwanza? <laughs> yeah, Happy Schwanza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't Kwanzaa still going on? Who knows? That's a fake holiday. It is. So. It is. All but right. You know, they, they have a good uh, cake. Well, you know that was invented by the FBI, yeah, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to reach out, email us, triggered at townhall.com. And we will be back here tomorrow on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.